Welcome to The Juice, a burst of refreshing knowledge brought to you by Educational Technology. Welcome back, everybody, to our third and final episode in our podcast series. Uh, today, talking about how we can support teachers and making, I guess, your classroom more efficient. This uh, podcast is actually on Nearpod and supporting that. Today's podcast is going to cover several things. Uh, one of those is biases. We started to introduce it in the last session. Uh, we're going to kind of go into a little more depth on what that might mean and how Nearpod can support us in that process. And then also exploring some ideas for the classrooms and subject areas that Nearpod can be a part of. And then also uh, building out the expectations for the final culminating virtual meeting that we'll all come back together with as well. Right. So welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Um, I do have a question before we jump in. Oh, yeah. What's today's question, Apple? <laughs> uh, my question is... Did we save the best for last? Oh, my gosh. Let's see. <laughs> what kind of juice do you like? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the juice. So. It's the juice. So yes, so favorite juice. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with pineapple juice. Oh, pineapple no juice. No way. Yeah, why pineapple? No, it just juice? takes me back to like I don't know, or at least pineapple coconut. I guess that's kind of okay. more borderline of pina colada. <laughs> yeah, where are you going? <laughs> so Sounds summery. Yeah, no, summery. There that's for go. sure. No, mine, mine was cranberry. Believe it or not, Ugh. little little tart. No, yes. I'd say like bitter. I, I just found out though it's the <laughs> bitter. Is that, is that your personality? Yeah, maybe that's my, maybe it's part of my personality. And it's ironic because I just found out that uh, they claimed cranberry as the unofficial official fruit of the holidays. So the juice of the holidays. Sorry. It is seasonally fish <laughs> All right. season. So I'm claiming that. I'm sticking with that one. All right, you stay bitter. <laughs> All right, Apple. And angry. How about you? Do I'm not, also, don't say apple juice. Don't say apple juice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would be funny. I'm also a pineapple juice person. Oh, wow. See? There we go. That's not fair. Two against one. Why'd you look at me all weird? Because I was shocked that oh. you would have the all same, right. you know, preference. Maybe you guys should have talked that about That we all would have had one. different juices. Though I do like grape-flavored <laughs> oh. things. Man, we, we didn't even read it. Like, we thought it was going to be apple juice from apple. Oh, well. Well. Nice. Good Pineapple. question. Well, now, like now you know a little more about like our bitterness and our, our sweet personalities <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast We'll bounce here. you out, Randy. <laughs> Thanks. So we appreciate you all being here again. Hopefully you're uh, commuting and learning at the same time here today from anywhere on the planet. It's kind of amazing. You do anywhere on the planet now. Um, and I think we wanted to start off with biases and actually talking about maybe what does that mean when we talk about biases. Uh, I think when we had a conversation earlier, we were talking about maybe there's like implicit biases. We all know that there are certain things that we kind of um, do over and over again just because we assume that that's the way it should be done, which is a bias. So how do we start to um, offset that so we can make sure we can pull every single person in the classroom into our lesson? Right. Are you talking we... about, sorry, are you talking yeah. about like picking uh, the student that raises their hand first? All the or, time. Yeah. Uh, Calling on the same kid every time, yeah. right? That, I, was, I was guilty of that. It happens. Yeah. Yeah so, yeah, so how can we avoid those types of things? And we know that in our classroom, there's numerous cultures, there's numerous uh, types of people. There's some that are academic, some that are not academic, those that, you know, learn different ways. So we've got all these different types of, uh, I guess, modalities that uh, students are ass assimilating information off of. So how can we actually, uh, I guess, level that playing field? as we talked about before with Nearpod. So Nearpod has some features that might help with that. Is there anything that you guys had that you uh, thought, heard, seen before? Well, I feel like when you share a student's written response, 
Um, and I mean, you can share it with the class without singling a student out. So you can like hide their name and, and make it anonymous. And that kind of takes away from like your beliefs of from, from somebody that's afraid of standing in front of the classroom or afraid of being public with their, their own answer. Yeah. And and that's, that's creating the the classroom culture too, because when Mm -hmm. we share our answers, it's, you know, something that you want uh, your class to be respectful of and, you know, everyone has a voice in the class. And I think Nearpod that's, does something that, or it lends itself to that. For, for sure. And you can do that off, I think, of some of the features we talked about in the past, which are like if you're asking a simple question, all the names are hidden, you can see that the, the answer's coming in mm-hmm. and then probably find, um, you know, different ways of understanding how something can be solved, especially in math. There's different ways you can come to solutions. And then I think draw it or another way you can actually ask students to contribute. So instead of saying, let's all type our answer and the kids can't even find the letters on the keyboard because they're all jumbled up, they can actually now draw it. And you can also do audio recording so kids can do their voice now as well. And then also you can have them all submit and they don't have to see each other's answers. So you can see how the kids are understanding information. I think we're overlooking the big part is everyone answers. Right. And you can, you can like, in a way, if you're rushed for time and you really need to control um, how quick they respond, you can add a timer to your questions so the kids can be self-motivated and, and know that, okay, if I, I'm going to run out of time, so I, I better start and stay focused and motivated. Off of there. True. Sounds Very good. True. Um, I, I think I, I think we covered the things we talked about here, which was giving everyone a voice and making sure that everyone can contribute as well uh, to make sure that uh, we, we get everybody in the classroom participating. So the next thing we wanted to run into, now that we have all these different ideas that we've talked about, so we've, we've talked about student engagement, formative assessment, student motivation, feedback, and the biases, and those big topic areas that uh, Nearpod can support you with. Well, we also now wanted to get into some more of the nitty-gritty, which are like, what are some lessons that can actually be connected with uh, inside of Nearpod? And we're going to hand it off. I think Mike was excited about two particular <laughs> subject areas. So we were going to hand it off to him first. Define excited. <laughs> Thrilled well, to death. I can see you just jumping up and down. Over, uh, you know, over the years of, of teaching, I, I taught fourth, fifth, and sixth for a while, uh, mainly in sixth. But one of the, uh, the dreaded topics was fractions in math. And starting, starting as early as third grade, um, students are introduced to the fractions. And uh, sometimes it's just a, an abstract concept for these kids. And Nearpod does have some great lessons uh, regarding or involving fractions. One of them has the activities where you do have fraction tiles. So whether or not you have the actual manipulatives in class where the kids can play with them on their desk, the, they, the kids can do it on their computer. And you can, see the, um, you can see their thought process. And the nice thing about Nearpod is everything is live. So you can kind of watch them as they do the... Uh, as we do the activities. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Apple, anything else to add about the fractions that I may have missed? Uh, I like that you can, you can see, like you said, you could see their thinking going on and they can explain their thinking, which is nice too. Right? So like you with, can the, with the drawing aspect and drawing or, even or typing. Yeah. yeah. Um, they can show, show their work. And I like that. Um, but I, too, found that fractions were something that our kids, or proportions, things like that, that that's what the kids were afraid of. And there are a ton of already pre-made lessons on there, on Nearpod, 
So if you want to scan through and see if it, if it relates to the same concepts that you need to enrich in your classroom, then it's already made. So I know I've had um, over the years plenty of, I'm going to go back, PowerPoint lessons. And then <laughs> I've recently updated to, to Google in the last couple of years. But I've, I've made those slides. And the nice thing is you can enhance your presentations by just dump them in, dumping them into Nearpod. And if you don't have them, like Apple said, they do have their own pre-made lessons that you can edit. So you're not stuck with it. If you don't like something, take it out. Well, one of the things you mentioned too is manipulatives. And that's like, oh, that was always a limitation in the classroom. Like you never had enough manipulatives. So you had to break the, the classroom into small groups or something so they could all get their hands onto, you know, geometric shapes or tiles or whatever it might be. So now you actually have unlimited access to all that information and the kids can all practice. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is science. You know, here in Orange Unified, we do have amplified science. And uh, all of the lessons that Amplify has supplied uh, came with a Google Slides presentation. And at times, those presentations, dare I say, can be dry. But you can enhance them by just dump them into Nearpod and throw in those activities. You can throw in the open-ended questions, true or false. Um, you can make short little quizzes, polls. It just, it makes your lessons more interactive, um, a little more engaging, so the kids aren't just um, receiving the information, but actually interacting with it. Right, and then you can also make them, um, like put them in uh, di our district library so that, and so that others can use it. So maybe if your grade level or your grade level is focusing on building them up and dumping them into Nearpod. Maybe another grade level from another school is going to take over on that, and then everybody can share. Because teachers are pretty much good about steal borrowing <laughs> from others. <Yes>. Careful <laughs> borrowing, right? Borrowing legally, um, and then I guess that leads us into. Um, did you have other things to mention about Amplify Science? No, I think that was. Uh, yeah, that was the main point. Yeah, those are so two big areas, and we know fractions and science are uh, science. Sometimes teachers, and especially in elementary, don't get to because they're not comfortable with it. So now you have access and an, an easy way to actually get the lessons up and running. And the fractions is always a wrestle. I think from now until they graduate high school, right. it's always if you don't understand that you're going to wrestle in mathematics for quite a while. And and with the science, if I can go back to that, because you can have it, um, you can run it student paced, so it doesn't have to be done live in class, but can be done as a center, um, when their work, when they're done with their work, um, even for homework. So yeah, practice session, yep. Lots of opportunities. Which then leads us over. I think we're going to do some stuff or some ideas around language arts and we're handed off to Apple and she had some ideas, I think first with speaking and listening. Right. So speaking and listening is something that we, uh, really need to improve on in our district. So, uh, one of the th ways we could do that with Nearpod is um, drawing inferences and practice summary writing with our kids. So uh, you can you can embed videos from YouTube or audio files, and and the students can practice their listening skills. Uh, they could uh, use their voice to record and practice their speaking, as you heard earlier, and. You know, it's really important to keep in mind that 
word banks, word walls, um, sentence frames, all of these things support all learners. So we want to make sure as a teacher, you, we are mindful of including these in Nearpod for our students to have access to. Um, one of the ways you can have um, a, a nice lesson is Wonders for those elementary teachers um, has like a great listening comprehension component and the kids have to, it kind of breaks it down. You could, the kids can break it down like uh, in a summary form or first, then, and in the end. Um, but you can, you can embed those recordings into Nearpod. They're already recorded for you. Might as well just use them. Um, and, and, and use them within your classroom, how you normally use it, but just through educational technology, such as Nearpod. Nice. Very nice. And there, um, you mentioned like uh, audio recordings and those kinds of things mm -hmm. uh, being part of that as well. Yeah. For perfect, and then also social emotional. So speaking and listening, a lot of kids will not talk because they don't mm -hmm. feel comfortable right. in the environment they're in. So how can you build out a comfortable environment? Yeah, um, there are a you know Nearpod also has a ton of SEL lessons provided to us. Um, you just type in SEL or social emotional learning, and there are so many lessons available. And As we're talking, I am scrolling through all of the <laughs> lessons. He's there are a, a ton of them. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, you can, you can decide how short or how in-depth you'd like to go with these lessons. Um, it's great to section off, like, a, a, a dedicated time in the week for this, like, at least once a week. And you really do build classroom culture and that, that safe learning environment um, for your kids. And... Even just a check-in every day, a short check-in every day, or a self-evaluation, or a quick mindful moment, you know, these are all really important to have in the classroom, and it all contributes to making it a safe space to share out and try and make mis- and it's okay to make mistakes, and all these coping skills are being taught through these SEL lessons. Right. And if I remember right, you actually had done that during the during the pandemic oh, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. We had the kids checking in. It was a great way for you to see how they were doing and what kind of lesson you would or how you'd have to deliver the lesson that day. Right. Um, getting a gauge on how the kids are doing in the day, like like in the beginning part of the day or even halfway through the day. You know, it's a good to get a temperature check of how everybody's doing in the room. That way I know, okay, are they ready? Or will they take in this information or are we just, is this not going to work? Like, is it going to be like a waste of everybody's time? Right. Right. Yep. Effective use of everyone's time. Yeah. And I know Nearpod has a quick, fast, like temperature check, actually, that they mm -hmm. can, you can push out to the kids quickly, rapidly through Google Classroom, get the temperature check and then keep moving from there, depending on where they're at. And maybe you need to take a brain break, which they actually have now too. Let's get up and move because obviously you're not paying attention now because something else. Is bothering us in that way. Or do a quick would you rather, right? Right, exactly. Something so it's simple. Almost as if Nearpod has thought of everything. <laughs> Wait till we get to my list. <laughs> but that, which then leads us like, to the, the other areas. Those are kind of some core areas. So we talked about math, science, social, emotional learning, and speaking and listening, uh, which are a lot of core areas that uh, the district is trying to uh, improve students on. 
uh, across the district. Uh, and then my area was kind of like, well, Randy always gets the fun stuff. Randy's the fun guy. He drinks cranberry juice. He's bitter and angry, <laughs> but he always deals with the fun stuff. Um, so ours was like other ideas. And I think getting into secondary, like looking at foreign languages, you know, Spanish and French, they have lessons that are all in Spanish and French. But then if you want to build your own, if you want to do vocabulary or anything of that sort, then you can um, record uh, uh, items. So you can have uh, recordings for the pictures, and then you can actually have the kids recording them saying it. You can do it with phrases. You can have them reading. You can have them writing in all different foreign languages. So there's options there for uh, the students to take on and you to actually help out the students as well. So if you're doing like a dual immersion school or even if you're just teaching foreign language. Also, um, we have typing lessons that exist inside of there as well. So if you want the kids to learn and understand keyboarding, they can actually work through those those pieces. And there's kind of some fun games uh, around typing. And then there's a whole bunch of other electives. Specifically, we, we brought up like special events uh, around monthly uh, occurrences like, um, I know, Juneteenth. And, um, oh, what is the one with the heart? It would be Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Ooh, there's the cranberry juice coming out. <laughs> Told you. Bitter. <laughs> Cran cranberry heart. So any one of those holidays, they've got all those in place as well, and they've got games that are wrapped around them. Any, anything that has to do with, like, historical figures or um, uh, um, United States um, icons as well, things like that are all over the place. So you have quick and fast things that you can do rapidly just to get the kids uh, connected. I know Constitution Day was kind of put together at one point. Teachers are like, what are we going to do for Constitution Day? Well, now you have even more resources that you can pull and actually gather information and say, look, I've taught them the Constitution. Here's my results. So all those are important uh, and uh, available as well. Uh, and I think that brings us to kind of the culminating idea, or not the culminating idea, but the culminating uh, opportunity. So we thank you for listening in on all these uh, items and ideas, and hopefully you have a whole bunch of stuff that's running through your head. And I'd like to hand it off to Mike to talk about, well, how do I get paid for this, and what do I need to do in order to come to that final meeting? This is the good stuff I get to talk about. You get paid to listen, people. <laughs> so... You had to sit through this, so thank you for doing that. But uh, you will get paid um, your extra earnings for three hours. So not only are you learning, but you're getting paid. Um, what we do uh, ask you for our virtual meeting is to come, come with a lesson that you would want to enhance in your class, whether it be, you know, whatever the subject matter is. Um, you don't necessarily have to have a... Google slide or PowerPoint presentation, but if you already have one, that would, that would be great. Um, I mean, we can always build something from scratch, but we want this to be a, uh, a make and take, if you will. So we want you to get something um, out of this. And I think that would be, I think that's it. Yeah, so on, don't, on my part. Yeah, so they're <laughs> handing it off to Apple. <laughs> oh, where are they going to meet, Apple? <laughs> Well, since this is a uh, meet anywhere kind of kind of feel, um, it's going to be a virtual meeting, and it's on August fourth from eight to ten a.m. And um, in this session, just like Mike said, it's going to be like a make and take. So make sure you come with an open mind, willing to try new things and ask questions that you have, and um, maybe share ideas with a with a colleague if um, they're in there with you, uh, and then. Uh, Throughout the whole experience, we're going to kind of prepare you to become a Nearpod certified educator. So, um, like, we're going to enhance our lessons, um, hit all the marks for being a Nearpod certified educator so that you walk away with, um, you know, feeling money. 
Money. <laughs> Money and... <laughs> Certifications. Certif- yeah, exactly. Oh, what you need to be certified, right? And knowledge. And knowledge. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of all that. So I, uh, oh, I think I'll culminate the whole thing with saying thank you very much. I think you're going to get information on how to join the Google Classroom. If you've got this, you might already be in there, which is great. Um, and then we'll give you the links to how to get to that virtual meeting. You'll get paid for the hour of listening to the podcast and then two hours of prepping the lesson that you're interested in that's important to you. Uh, and then don't forget that we actually have more um, exploration, more lesson ideas, all the things that we've put together on here that you can um, look through and uh, take part in if that's of interest to you as well. So again, thank you very much, and we appreciate you spending your time, and hopefully you've found some fun places to listen to this and fun places as you've gone to actually learn, and hopefully you'll connect the whole thing together. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. I mean, it was a trial run, right? We, I mean, this is our first to go, so. Yeah. Hopefully well, you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're Maybe. driving. Especially if you're driving. Zoned out. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully we can bring you some more like this as well. Uh, with, again, thank you very much and hope you're having a great summer and we'll see you all online. Thanks for listening to The Juice. Don't forget to check out our further exploration information section. I'm Randy. I'm Apple. And I'm Mike. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening.